and welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. And I'm Ryan Wynn. And today, on this version of Emerald Recommends, we're going to talk about songs that we're thankful for in, in kind of a series of Thanksgiving episodes. This is the Thanksgiving version? Of Emerald Recommends. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That's so fun. Um, I think we should just get right to it. I don't think there's much that we have to describe. These are just songs we're personally thankful for. So let's get right to it. Wait, I will say, though, that in a Venn diagram of songs that I'm thankful for personally and above the other circle in like the Venn diagram you would make in elementary school, it would be songs I'm nostalgic for. It's almost like a perfect circle. Mine is very different. I just chose songs I'm thankful for right now in this moment. I will say that I don't understand why Venn diagrams are circles because with a square you kind of maximize the area within. But that's my math rant of the day. Oh boy, we're going into math rants. Let's let's let's, let's listen to some music. Um, <laughs> I'll start out because I won't run a, a couple of Ryan's songs to be surprises. <laughs> um, Aren't they always? They always are. So my first song is actually a song by a newer artist. Her name is Maggie Rogers. She's a songwriter, like producer from New York um, or from Baltimore, actually, who ended up going to school at NYU. And there's this viral oh. video of, of her playing a song for Pharrell and Pharrell ends up crying because it's so good. And she's like, I saw her perform on SNL the other week and she kind of stumbled through her first song, but her second song was amazing. I just kept watching the video over and over and over. And for some reason, like lately, I've just, I think I'm really thankful for the song because there's like a lot of imagery in it that I can relate to right now. It's a super beautiful song. It's super interesting musically. Her voice is very powerful. So yes, Ryan. I don't mean to detract from your wonderful anecdote. And I feel like this is something we're going to have to cut out and post. But I just wanted to tell you that that's the exact same feeling that I have whenever I watch this video of like the Swedish, like, I think it's like the Swedish version of The Voice or something equivalent. And like an 11 year old girl goes up and like raps a super like heavy, like rap song. She's really good. I don't think she won, but that's the exact same feeling I have. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Um, let's get back to it. This is Falling Water by Maggie Rogers. What'd you think? I absolutely love her melodious voice. That's a new word I recently learned. I think that it's like the main, as you said, Ed, when we were listening to it, it's the main presence in the song. You specifically said she has a really good stage presence, but we were listening to a song. And she actually reminds me of this music artist who I listened to a lot in like early to mid high school. Zara Larson, who is a Swedish singer. Yeah, what did I do have to ask though, what about the song makes you thankful for it? You explained a little bit at the beginning, 
but I'm curious as to why you chose this song over the like millions and billions of other songs out there in the world. I kid you not, I haven't listened to a song or like seen a performance in a long time by an artist I hadn't heard of that immediately grabbed me. I like a lot of musicians and I like a lot of bands. Um, but I'm really thankful. Like sometimes when you listen to as much music as I do, it's all exciting, but sometimes some of it grabs you and it grabs you for specific reasons, but I, it doesn't entice you. If that makes sense. I'm really thankful that this song enticed me. That's the best way I can describe it. It like, I saw her at an SNL performance and I kid you not, I spent the rest of my night watching it again and again because I was just so, so interested in the way she moved and like her singing and like the fact that her voice was even more powerful live. Like, it was just, it just made me feel really thankful to be listening to music in this moment. It really did capture me as soon as I heard the first note come out of her mouth. We didn't watch a music video or anything, as I said. We just listened to it, and the images that sort of came up out of the water into my mind's eye were those of, like, clouds and, like, heaven and, like, sun. Just really, really, like, what's the word for it? Like, heavenly, I feel like that's Mm. not... That could be it. That could be it. Let's just say that is. Very, like, she definitely graces the stage with her voice. That's, like, the first thing... And it did. That's a good way to describe it when you were saying that it really, like, captured you like it did for me as well, if that makes sense. And it's interesting because there's not a whole lot about her that, like, is different. But I think the way she combines, she combines this, like, her voice, which is kind of soulful in my mind, with, like, a really interesting, like, pops pop kind of like house music stuff but then there's also like some folk in her other songs it's really interesting she's quite the mishmash of things so what she what she's doing isn't necessarily new but i think it is kind of like a interesting way to capitalize on all the different aspects of her background um what's your first song you're thankful for ryan okay as a preface this song is not in english and i don't know what it's saying really I have some vague memory of reading the closed captionings on the song. My first song that I'm thankful for is the Naruto theme song for episodes 1 through 220. The only thing in English I can read on it is go with three exclamation points, and then it has a 78, a little tilde, and 103, along with some characters in this language that I don't entirely understand. I can't read the artist's name either. Can you just explain what the song is? The song is the <laughs> Naruto theme song for episodes 1 through 220. It's the first piece of Naruto music that you really hear, and so it's intended to like really grab you, but let's take a listen. Sarah Rosa, what was your take on 
my lovely choice. I have no idea why you're thankful for it other than that it's a part of your childhood. I mean, for me, there's no access point there for me because I don't understand the language. The music is very obviously like theme song music and it's meant to kind of introduce characters and stuff from a show. But I never watched Naruto. I had a sad childhood, I guess. (laughs) I watched a lot of... I don't know what I watched. I watched a lot of different TV. I watched like Arrested Development with my parents. That sounds like an excellent childhood. I do not think it was sad at all. And you are right in saying that this song I am thankful for because it was such a big part of, I guess, not necessarily my childhood, but my juvenile years. I did not listen to the dubbed version of this anime series. I watched the sub version and I just, I picked up on the song. I want to say maybe a year or two ago when I was looking up songs to add to my Spotify playlist. Mm. Not only has the song been an excellent addition to my study playlist because it just pumps you up, I also cannot understand the lyrics so I don't get distracted, but I do still get distracted because it pumps me up so hard that I do (laughs) other stuff besides homework. And Wait, so what are other songs on your study playlist then? Because I have really slow songs on my study playlist. I think that's one of the faults of my study playlist because it is a lot of songs that do pump you up. I also have some musical songs on here. I have Good Morning Baltimore from the new Hairspray musical. I also have, let's see here. These are all like my workout songs. <laughs> okay, that that's that's fair. I also have Everyone's a Little Bit Racist from the Avenue Q <laughs> Musical, but just for a non-musical edition, I have Whoa There Kimmy from Felix Hagen and the Family. So it is a lot of like exciting puppy up songs, and I will add that in addition to this song, I'm thankful for because it was such a big part of my juvenile years. I also think it's an interesting point of comparison between like when you listen to the original like Japanese version and the English version because the English theme song when you watch it is essentially just a bunch of cut up clips from the Naruto theme song because songs in like because TV shows and cartoons in like the early 90s and like 2000s I guess their theme song was their one point of like after a child had watched finished watching their show they would either keep watching or just go channel surfing so the theme song really had to grip them and keep them in that seat for at least the next 30 minutes my next song is 16 blue by the replacements which is a song that accompanied me throughout my high school career um the replacements are one of my favorite bands they were a young band when they started too so a lot of their music has some angst to it which i like and which in high school was really important for me 16 blue encompasses so much of what it means to be a young person and in high school when i think back to high school and the moments i am thankful for from high school it's the song by the replacements Love yourself
all the verses in this song kind of describe different aspects of being like 16 and being a young person. I love that the line, um, you wondered to yourself if you might be gay. Like, I think that's an interesting because a lot of people do come into their sexuality in high school. And I think about coming into my own queerness as a bisexual woman in high school and like wondering to myself, why I like girls too? What? You know, kind of like, the, I think it gets at kind of the... The questioning that happens all over the place when you're a young teen, you know, the questioning of your the power structures in your life and the your identity and all that different type of stuff. It summarizes it really well. I like your choice of wording that you use to introduce your song. You said that the song accompanied you for your high school years. And I think that's a really, really nice and personal a way to describe how the song, it sounds like really resonated with you as a young high school student. So my next song is also from my early high school days. It's called Back to the Ordinary by Kid Astray, which is an indie pop band from Norway. It's a five-member indie pop band, and this song just really resonated with me. Actually, I feel like that's a lie. I just liked it because it was a bop. That's frankly what it is. It's pure nostalgia. Let's take a listen. song is a true bop. Thank you. I'm normally not a person for lyrics. I normally can't really understand what an artist is trying to say or actually is saying, but they're very clear with their vocals about the song being about this sort of universal kind of, um, what's the good word for it, Sarah Rizza? Like, you're shaking your head. Okay. I thought they're going to be singing in Norwegian. <laughs> I should have warned you. <laughs> but they're singing in English, so that was a nice surprise. And also, like he's very clear. Like he doesn't. I know a lot of people don't sing with accents, but he has very clear, very like American-sounding accent when he sings. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a surprise as well. Um, do I even know what the song is about? No, I don't no. think either of us do. <laughs> that's fine. It's a bop, and I I miss it. And I don't listen to it as much these days, except when it comes up on Spotify Shuffle. But it really hits you somehow. <laughs> and that leads me to my next song, which is my last song. Oh. Um, I'm particularly thankful for it because I got to see the artist play recently. And he didn't play the song. I asked him to, but he forgot. And then he messaged me after and he was like, I'm so sorry. Um, wonder who this could be. Wonder it's Jeremy Messersmith, my favorite musician of all time. Mm-hmm. I've always loved when he makes music about concepts of home. There's this concept of like movement and time that I think really fits the holiday season, although it is kind of sad 
This is called Fast Times in Minnesota by Jeremy Messersmith. Don't cry When you think of the snow Picture burly lumberjacks Dying in the That's a very nice song, and while I'm not sure if I can quite say yet if it it would make sense if I didn't know who the artist was that you would like this song, actually it does have those like echoings of Jeremy Messersmith and his sort of melodious vocals like we've listened to before on previous episodes of this podcast. His voice is the real star of the show here. And it feels like everything else in that song is just there to accompany that, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think he normally uses organ in his songs, but there's a specific like organ line that I think stands out among kind of the rest of the song musically. Um, but it's it's super interesting to me that he that you say that because his 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 voice is kind of the star of it for me, but I think he really does pay attention to instrumentation. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm really thankful for this album in general. I think it's a really interesting step for him. And it's always nice when your favorite musician makes music after a long time of not making music after like five years. My last song <laughs> is What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. And I'm reading the Wikipedia for One Direction now and it just kills me this third word. One Direction were an English-Irish pop music band were. That past tense, it really gets you. But I don't really have any excuse for this song. It is a bop. Yeah. Let's take a listen. You're insecure. Don't know what for. You're turning heads when you walk through the door. Don't need makeup to cover up. Being the way that you are is enough. all heard One Direction, but why does it make you thankful? If you go back to the idea that I mentioned before of songs I'm thankful for, if you look on a Venn diagram, that a cross section between songs I'm thankful for and songs I'm nostalgic for, perfect circle or perfect square in my mathematically ideal world, because you can maximize the corners of the square to use in the cross section of this Venn diagram, but hey, (laughs) this song, One Direction's debut single, it came out on September 11th, 2011, according to the Wikipedia page, I have not fact-checked that, but let's move on. It. I was, at this time, 12 years old in 2011 when this was released. You are gasping. Could you explain why? <laughs> that was so long ago. Oh, it was like seven years? Eight years for me. Wait. <laughs> no, oh, oh, I thought you meant like... 2011. I was I was 12 eight years ago, almost nine. <clears throat> this is a really upbeat power pop. This is a really powerfully pop song, and it's a bop. I really can't explain it beyond that. I really like the idea of being beautiful, which I am, because of the song. I feel like it was 
it uplifted a lot of young teenagers self-esteem but i also don't like the hate that one direction fans got in the middle school years i did participate in that but it is a bop i will say that they sound so young there too it makes me wonder like how young like justin bieber obviously sounds young but how these artists like that like how their voices have grown i would love to study that wait justin bieber well like justin bieber one direction all these kind of like teen idol guys oh okay i'd be interested in seeing how their voices have deepened throughout the years just do like an auditory analysis yeah i think it's super interesting because they sound super young also the sentiment of the song you know what i mean is, yeah. is pretty teeny bopper, as my dad would say. Yeah, I remember watching the music video and listening to the song, though I was not in the habit of listening to music while I did my homework because I did not do my homework in middle school. I do remember enjoying it as a bop. I think this is, I feel like this is the root of my taste in music, my Taste in pop music. It all began with this debut single from One Direction in 2011. This this sounds right, actually. And what a great note to end this podcast on. Yes, it is, surely. <laughs> the fact that this is all kind of stuff, not all stuff we started with, but it's all stuff that means stuff to us at important points in our lives. It's a good time to remember to be thankful for these sorts of things. Exactly. To be thankful for the past, the present, the future, the fact that we're living, even when things in this world are crazy. Yes. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm Ryan Wynn. To hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to these episodes right on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Leave us a comment on SoundCloud or email us at podcast at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening.